to all the devotees, everyday chant uh, Harinam devotees on the call. Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Uh, this is, uh, today we are doing the Bhagavatam study by Her Grace uh, Vannamalani Manjari Mataji. Mataji, my dharat to you, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Guru Maharaj ki jai. Thank you so much for joining and giving your association through this uh, uh, wonderful study of Timur Bhagavatam. So Mataji, please take over. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, my dhanavad pranams to all the assembled devotees on the call. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Um, thank you. I'm so thankful to the devotees, Krishna and Guru, for an opportunity to discuss Srimad Bhagavatam in the association of wonderful devotees. Uh, before we proceed to the verse, we'll go um, and uh, recite Mangalacharan prayers, invoking auspiciousness, getting blessings of senior acharyas, Krishna. Indadarani Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Ajnananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guravena Maha Sri Chaitanya Maha Dhishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantitam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsham Sirupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shivishafan Vitam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kantana Mohustuti Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Rade Vrindavanishwari Prashabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchagal Patarubhyascha Krupa Sindhubhyevacha Patitanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupityananda Sri Advaita Gadhadara Sri Vasadi Kauravattavrunda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Narayanam Namaskrutyam, Naram Shaivanarotamam, Devi Saraswati Vyasam, Tato Jayamudirayet, Shunvatham Svakatah Krishna, Punya Sravanakirtanaha, Rudayantasto Hiyabhadrani, Vidunoti Suhrutsatam, Nastaprayeshu Abhadreshu, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Bhagavat Yuttamasloke, Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki, So we are doing 5.8.18. So this is about Bharat Maharaj, his um, first life. So as we all know, um, just a recap, you all might be knowing already. So Bharat Maharaj is, uh, is the first son of the hundred sons of Rishabhadev. Rishabhadev is uh, Lord himself, who is son of Nabi. And Navi is son of Agnidara, and Agnidara is son of Kriyavrata. And Kriyavrata is the son of Swayambhuva Manu. 
So this is how the dynasty and Bharat Maharaj um, has uh, has been a leader to all the remaining sons also. Then uh, the other 99 sons of uh, King uh, Um And then Bharat Maharaj himself had five sons. And Bharat Maharaj is so glorious that uh, before that the kingdom of uh, the Bharat Varsha is called as Ajanaba Varsha, but Bharat Maharaj has ruled in such a way that it was named as Bharat Varsha after that, because he is followed in the footsteps of his. If you see his lineage, we you know his lineage. How glorious it is, and how spiritually oriented Rajashis they are. They are not just kings, but their uh, their foundation in ruling the people is based in uh, scriptures. So we, we we are seeing the three lives of King Bharat of Bharat Maharaj. So this is the first life, which is the uh, king king as a king. And we can see now the how how the graph goes now, where his life is going to be dear. And we can very very clearly see that. And if we keep that in mind, we will uh, see the verses very um, detail, like how his attachment is going. Um, so King Bharat has actually left everything. He's uh, he's having a huge kingdom, his sons, wife, all the appliances, all the luxurious life, everything he has left, and he has moved on to uh, Sanyas Ashrama from Grihastashrama. So he, it's not that he um, immaturely shifted from Brahmacharya Ashrama to Sanyas Ashrama. He has born in a natural cycle like Brahmacharya Ashrama and then after that Gruhastha and then slowly um, he moved to he moved to Sanyasa Ashrama where he left everything because he wanted to go to spirit he wanted to get liberated so he has left all his attachments he gradually detached them he handed over his wife's responsibility to his sons kingdom everything to his sons neatly and then he came to a a forest uh, in Pulhashrama, uh, he's meditating on the Supreme Lord um, and he's following all the rules and regulations uh, very religiously. But one day he sees a deer and he starts um, taking care of the deer. So that is where we are right now. So 5.8.18. Um, we're going to read Apichana Vrukha. Sala Vrukonyatamo va naikachara ekacharo va bakshayati. So he is discussing because uh, the deer um, is not back to home yet. So he already got himself attached to deer. In the process of taking care of the deer as a small uh, baby, uh, when his mother um, dropped during um, while crossing the river, so he is already taking care of that. And in the process of taking care, uh, in the process of uh, uh, caretaking that deer, he got himself very much attached because um, he's he's being alone uh, in the forest and he's practicing. Mm. So he has already got very much attached. So apicha or na not vrukaha a wolf, sala vrukaha a dog, anyatamaha any one of many or Nayekacharaha, the hogs that flock together, Yekacharaha, the tiger that wanders alone, Va or Bakshati is eating. So now 
he starts missing, the wolf is not back, and then the mind starts giving all kind of, uh, when you are attached to something, so even if, if that attached object, it may be another living entity, it may be our relations, um, our horizontal relations on the body level, when they are not around us, our mind starts giving um, various kinds of thoughts. So wherever we see, whatever we see, remember only that person whom we are missing. And we will be not only missing that person, but we will be imagining so many things, like what all can happen. So this is what Bharat Maharaj is doing right now. Apicha, na, or brukaha, a wolf, or a dog, or any one of many, or hogs which come together, or a kacharaha, the tiger which wanders alone, bakshati, may, they might have eaten this deer, because this deer is so small, it can't protect itself, even otherwise, when tiger comes, deer cannot protect himself. Um, so, I don't know, but the deer might have been eaten by a wolf, or a dog, or by boars that flock together, or the tiger who travels alone. So, we can relate very much um, Bharat Maharaj's life. Even though we are not in a forest, we are not in a sannyasa ashrama, um, we can imagine a lot of times how Bharat Maharaj is feeling, like when our loved ones are delayed from work, or they leave us and go to a, uh, go to college, or they get married and go away. The, the parents or the people who are very much attached, whatever they say in the house, they may be thinking of the uh, the kid. That is something which I can relate very often. Like even when we go out of our house, we will be remembering our parents a lot, like whatever we see, or if our parents come here and stay with us for some time and they go back, then we will be thinking, oh, this place I took my parents, they, they said like this. So whatever object was that we are seeing, we, that reminds of our loved ones to us. So this, and then we also be thinking, um, uh, in uh, when, we, when we sense some kind of a danger for them, uh, we will be thinking so many things. Our mind goes to a bigger extent. So this is somewhere like we all have to learn a lesson. So I'll read the purport and then we'll discuss that. Tiger. Tigers never wander in the forest in flocks. Each tiger wanders alone, but forest boars keep together. Similarly, hawks, wolves, and dogs also do the same. Thus Maharaj Bharat thought that the deer had been killed um, by some of the many ferocious animals in the forest. We always have two kinds of relationships in our, um, uh, we as an eternal souls, we have a horizontal relationship, like relationship based on our material body, like our near and dear ones, friends, relatives and all those things. And we also have a relationship with Krishna, which is eternal. Whatever the body that we are taking, we have an eternal relationship with Him. That relationship never changes. So that's why Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita also to Arjuna that you and I have taken many births, but you don't remember, I remember. So Krishna he has been in the form of Paramatma, the four-handed form, with us always. Whether we acknowledge his presence in our life or not, he's always there with us. So he's really, and, uh, and it is not that he's just there with us only to be a witness to our actions and to punish us what we are doing, what we are not doing, whether we are following the dharma, the religious principles in this life or not. He's also there to exchange love and to be a friend 
uh, to be a, a father, to be a son, to be a conjugal lover, or to be a, um, to be a master to all of us. So he has a relationship with us, which is an eternal relationship, and that relationship with him is going to help us when we have any kind of setbacks or missings or uh, disappointments in the relationships that we have with our body. But most of the time, we don't recognize the relationship that we have with Krishna and we don't bank on it much. And we don't see our horizontal relations, our bodily relations in connection with that. So what happens as a result is that we get too much attached to our bodily relations and we get, we, we, we get depressed or we go down and we feel as if there is nothing left for us when we have any setbacks or disappointments with the horizontal relations. When we can match or balance these two, then we will be able to even take care of our material relationships without, within, uh, with, uh, with an understanding that these are temporary and uh, these are also connected with Krishna. See, um, and uh, so when we connect them also with Krishna, we will be able to take care of them even better at a soul level. And we also understand that these relationships are temporary and uh, we know our boundaries, we know what is important, what is not. And we will be able to follow our regulative principles and maintain uh, uh, our eternal relationship. So we have to be very careful. So one who understands his eternal relationship with Krishna and his relationship with the bodily bodily uh, um, um, bodily relationships that he has with this particular body right now, then he will be able to carry on both very nicely. So the problem that right now happening with Bharat Maharaj is that he is losing his relationship with Krishna. So he is at bhava level, so very advanced stage in bhakti. So a person who is at a bhava level, that who is exchanging transcendental love with Krishna, he is still not at prema level, where it is, which is the highest level of exchange, an unconditional, unmotivated uh, love with the Supreme Lord. He is at a stage below bhava. So when we are at a bhava level, it's not any uh, ordinary. It is like where we are on a platform where we are exchanging transcendental love with Krishna. But still, we have to follow our regulative principles there. Unless we raise ourselves to spontaneous love of God, um, pure bhakti, suddha bhakti, prema bhakti, we, we have to follow the rules and regulations. Otherwise, we will fall down. So if we see the six Goswamis, um, and especially uh, Raghunath Das Goswami and Haridas Thakura, they used to follow the regulative principles very strictly. They are they don't need to follow, but they uh, if uh, if you remember the past time where Haridas Thakura is leaving the body, uh, in that purpose, Prabhupada writes uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes to see him. Like Haridas Thakura has don't have no energy to chant his rounds. And Haridas Thakura's fixed number of rounds are much higher than all of us. Uh, for 16 itself, we feel like we have done so much and uh, we are greater than other devotees who are not chanting. And we get all kinds of uh, 
pride and proud around us we get we we we, uh, we kind of uh, start judging the people around us haridas takur sir haridas takur's standard is so high he used to stand and when govinda who is the personal servant of chaitanya mahaprabhu goes one day to give him prasadam lord jagannath prasadam um he will be lying on the floor and he is chanting he has no energy to chant then he gives prasadam he says like okay eat prasadam then haridas thakur says that i haven't completed my fixed number of rounds um but uh, you have brought mahaprasadam to me i cannot disrespect that also so he eats little and then he starts um uh, chanting his rounds again later chaitanya mahaprabhu comes chaitanya mahaprabhu comes and uh, he says uh, you don't need to uh, you are a role in you are an incarnation um uh, you are incarnation of lord brahma so you don't need to really follow all the, the prescribed number of rounds or anything uh, you are already delivering the people um, you have already passed the message for which you have a bond so you are namacharya uh, acharya of the holy name uh, he has shown us how to he has preached the glories of chanting the holy names of arena so you have done you have done your uh, whatever is the purpose that you have taken your incarnation now you can stop you can stop following but still um he was uh, aridas takura practitioner so he says aridas takura says to lord chaitanya uh, mahaprabhu that uh, even though i have born in an inferior family my body is most abominable i always engaged in low work therefore i am lowest most condemned of men because aridas takura was born uh, was uh, born in a family of untouchable at that time at that time um you have accepted me as your servant so he says that i was an untouchable unseeable but you have accepted me as a servant um this means that you have delivered me from the helic condition and has raised to vaikuntha platform so whenever we accept a spiritual master spiritual master is going to elevate us is going to take us to a highest level whatever may be the our previous uh, 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 purvashrama that's what they usually do, uh, use the word so now we have become a devotee we have committed for a such a number of rounds um so we uh, our guru is responsible for us now and guru is elevating and whatever the um, uh, faults that we have in practicing our regulative principles or chanting guru takes that thing because he has taken our responsibility so he uh, says that i have offered you i was offered the shraddha patra which should have been offered to the first class brahmanas so he is kind of saying that i have been given a position which which has should be given to somebody so he he convinces um chaitanya mahaprabhu and he um leaves his body in the presence of him so he says that it my uh, i i wish to catch your lotus feet upon my heart and see your moon like face so this reminds us that how bhishma dev has um, left his body how he was seeing lord uh, krishna's face and leaving similarly here we can see how haridas takura his uh, leaving so leaving his uh, body so until then haridas takura was following the rules and regulations so until we are at the stage of prema bhakti where we have spontaneous love everything that we see remembers reminds us of krishna we don't need an external chanting reading anything so it's very spontaneous so here if we see bharat maharaj everything he is seeing is reminding him of dear 
So the spontaneous, a uh, uh, devotee who is in uh, spontaneous, um, that stage, Raghanuga stage, anything he see, everything he see, he only can remember Krishna. He can't remember anything else. So for him, there is no fear of falling down because whatever he is saying, it is only reminding him of Krishna and he is already weeping, he is already staggering, he is already missing Krishna so much that He's crying, he's sobbing in that, um, uh, his tears are automatically following from, flowing from his body. His body is shivering, he feels like as if he cannot live in this material world. This life itself is so much burden for him. So they exhibit eight kinds of symptoms. So until we go to that stage, we have to follow the rules and regulations. So here, that is an important lesson, take home that we take from seeing the downfall of Bharat Maharaj is that Never ever take easy on our regulative principles or our fixed number of rounds. Haridas Thakura, who is such a great devotee, who is an eternal associate of Krishna, is showing us how we should be. And we, we take certain kinds of loopholes from Prabhupada's instructions on a particular circumstance where he says that, okay, somebody is going on a bigger mission, um, like a big distribution or something when there is a big festival and all. So he gives them a little relaxation there. We kind of adapt that every time. So the Sastras and Acharyas, they always give us um, an alternative in kinds of emergencies. And then what we do is, we think all our situations are emergency situations. And then we try to apply that to us and we say that, no, 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 I'm anyway chanting, right? I will washing. Um, uh, so somebody said that the best way to remember Krishna that Mataji said the best way to remember Krishna is whatever I am doing, keep chanting. We, sh we, we can do that. There is no harm. Apart from that, we have to do our fixed number of rounds. Whatever it may be. If we are not initiated, we are, um, we are at certain level, like 4 or 5 or 6 or 9 or 10. We should be doing that every day. And those of us who are initiated, 16 is minimum. So if we have more time, one day, where we don't have any other chores, our kids are grown up, I have so much of time, then we should, we should chant more, remembering the principle that minimum, it is 16 is minimum, I can do more. And I can do more quality rounds. Now that I have finished my 16, I can more pleasantly sit down and slowly chant the mantra and listen and focus my mind, try to meditate and control, concentrate on mind and I chant. This should be the stage. So we, should, we have to be following our regulative principles and our fixed number of rounds more carefully. So now we will go to the next verse and if possible to the next verse and see how Bharat Maharaja's mind is giving him instructions. So far Bharat Maharaj was, un, was controlling his mind. That's why he was able to leave with all family members and he could come. Otherwise, he had enough attraction, enough attachments there, enough people to exchange love for him. Uh, he he is not missing anybody, anything. But he, at that point of time, and he is in association of all the devotees, he was able to control his mind, and he understood the real purpose of the human form of life, and he he decided to dedicate his human form of life and achieve salvation. So he left everything and he came. Now that he is missing association of devotees, there is nobody to alert him, say him that so we should always keep somebody to check on us. However senior we are, however advanced we are, 
we should really have somebody who checks on us, who asks us, what is happening in our life? Where is our life going? Are we doing a regular study, or regular chanting? Um, are we uh, doing our regular services with, uh, with most attention? And we should have somebody in our life who is checking on us. We should not be getting offended when somebody is questioning us. That checking person can be uh, seniors than us or that checking person can be juniors than us. So when we keep our devotional life outside, uh, then sometimes uh, people will come and question us. Whatever may be their motive in questioning us, that questioning will help us. Like they'll say, Mataji, I remember you said you are a senior devotee or twice initiated. Uh, and you are not following this. I've seen you um, uh, quite a number of times, and uh, uh, you, I didn't. Uh, I've been with you whole day. I didn't see you doing this. I didn't see you chanting all the time. Uh, so they may question us, and that questioning can help us to put us back on the track. Sometimes we conveniently push ourselves um, away from our regulated uh, number of rounds and regulated principles. So it's always better to associate ourselves with all kinds of devotees, keeping ourselves in association is very, very, very important. Now that we are having a lot of trouble to have personal association, we have moved on to virtual association. So many people are finding difficult to move out of this and go and go and do services personally in the temples or anything. So we should always, whenever something we are opposing, we are becoming, a, we are revolting against it which is related to the God, we have to understand that we are in a comfort zone. We are practicing our devotional service in a comfort zone and I, we, you have to voluntarily push yourself out of that comfort zone and practice. Then we will be steady. We will be on our feet. We will be always uh, alert of Maya and not falling down, which Bharata Maharaj is not doing right now. So see his Nimlo Chatiha Bhagavan Sakala Jagat Shemodayas Trai Atma Dhyapi Mamana Murugavadu Nyasa Agachati. So now he is saying, So Nimlochati, translation in Patpat Pashila Prabhupada, Nimlochati sets her, alas, Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, represented as the Sun. Sakala Jagat of all the universe, Shema Udayaha who increases the auspiciousness. Trai Atma, who consists of three Vedas, Adya, Api, until now, Mama, Mai, Na, Naat, Mrugavadu, Nyasaha, this baby dear interested to me by its mother, Agachati has come back. Alas, when the sun rises, all auspicious things begin. Unfortunately, they have not begun for me. The sun god is the Vedas personified, but I am bereft of all Vedic principles. That sun god is now setting. At the poor animal who trusted in me since its mother died has not returned. So earlier, the sunrise and sunset used to remind Bharat Maharaj of his regulator principles. Always the sun rising and sun setting, both are very auspicious timings for us to practice our devotional service. And sun is the Pratyaksha Daiva. Sakala Jagat Kshemo Dayas is considered as the son of the Supreme Personality like I of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, if we ever want to experience Supreme Personality of Godhead, paying obeisances to sun is the best thing. So, if we see our Vedic culture, it is so nicely arranged that um, all Varnas of the people used to consider not waking up 
after the sunrise as a sin and the vedas those of us who are not at a spontaneous level who are not practicing bhakti yogas also consider that as a sin if we are not waking up before sunrise and taking bath and offering our um obeisances to the sun so this is something if we all notice all of us are also having so many medical problems because of the vitamin d deficiency which naturally we get from sun um and then most of us live in places where we cannot go out in sun and walk and we are mostly uh, uh, locked in our houses if we see in india in our olden days most of the times everything used to be outside the restrooms are outside uh, water facilities outside so as soon as people wake up they used to go out in they used to walk a lot like you know they used to go out bring water um they used to be like in my childhood and all um like as soon as we wake up we used to open the doors and sit outside that is something uh, a pleasant thing like you go now even now if anybody goes to india like other now most of the people are living in apartments so we don't have even that luxury um so earlier we used to live in individual houses we have so much place and then we used to go out and sit down so naturally that sun used to come and then when you are going out you cannot go out without brushing your teeth you are already dressed or uh, properly so now if you see so many people i i see um many people who are so much out of the rules and regulations like they can cook they can go uh, they they will cook they will do everything without brushing and they'll go and uh, um just before going to work they brush or else if they don't have to go to brush they'll just lay down in the bed until 11 12 i hear weird kind of arguments also somebody who wants to lose weight and all they say no 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 if i brush my teeth uh, then i feel like eating so i'll do it only at 11 o'clock just before i want to eat i'll brush and they will be talking with the people without brushing on the phone with their loved ones everything so hygienic rules rules and regulations so many things have went out of order because we don't follow a vedic life the life that has been prescribed in the vedas where they say that you have to wake up before sunrise take your regular do your regular things like brushing take bath and you pay your obeisances to the sun god so even we devotees we chant so if our health permits we should at least wake up and brush our teeth wash our hands like hands and legs and sit down and chant if you all can sit down uh, like wherever the sun is rising in your house and see the sun rising when you are chanting all together you feel a new energy whatever may be the depressing situation that we are in yesterday you feel a new hope that scenario of seeing the sun rising in the sky encourages us enlivens us and gives us a new hope so that's what here bharat maharaj is mentioning that rising of a sun actually brings a lot of auspiciousness it starts a new leaf in our life if we are in our same bed but uh, like immersing ourselves in the same comforter with our pajamas and thinking that changes should come in our life that won't happen whatever it is the situation when we get up and keep moving things start happening we may be having a lot of odd days bad days in our life and we won't be knowing how to come out of that situation we think that the situation has to change for us then only we will come and do the things so changing situations is not in our hand changing ourselves is in our hand 
So I hear always in Nadi Prabhu's lecture when he wants to tell people that tolerate the circumstances. Krishna says that you know learn to tolerate whatever it is, sukha or dukkha, happiness or distress. Learn to tolerate that and get up and move on in your life so that you see the thing if you all remember there was a very famous forward by uh, Gora, um, Govind Prabhu, Govindas Prabhu from Radha Gauthipanath Temple. He gives a flow chart. So you, ha- you are, wor- if there is something happening bad in your life, if there is anything that you can do, do that. Then why to worry? There is no nothing to worry, because there is something, a solution. You know, a solution for your problem. You are working on that. Then don't worry, because you are already working on that. And then he says that if there is no solution, you, uh, I mean, if there is no solution for your problem in your hands, then also why to worry? Because there is nothing I can do there. So leave, don't worry. Leave it to Krishna. Leave it to Krishna. Do the things that are in your hands and leave the things that are not in your hands to Krishna and make your connection with Krishna strong. These kind of moments happen in our life. We, leave, we, we lose our loved ones um, um, permanently. Like they leave their body and go. Or we may lose our, uh, 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 due to misunderstandings, the persons we love a lot. Or our children who grow, uh, who go out of the nest, then we feel emptiness. So there are so many times in our life, or we may be here. Somebody is blaming us for something. Somebody is uh, um, uh, calling us names, or uh, some we have a rift with any devotee or anything. So, so there are so many setbacks in our day. You don't need to worry. There are so many comes by our own mind, uh, and there is so many from. We have three kinds of miseries with our own body and mind with our uh, relatives and attachments that we have and the uh, natural calamities. All these things, if there is something that we can do, do that and stop worrying. If there is nothing we can do in that situation, stop worrying and move on with your, uh, try to establish your relationship strong vertically, that is upwards, that is with Krishna. Chant more that day, read more that day. If you want to Distract yourself from that, the thing that is bothering you, involving in it, indulging in it, thinking about it more, talking about it more with other people, and going and talking at hundred times, saying this person has told like this to me, this is something that helps to only certain extent. Like, you know, sharing our heart, pouring our heart out to a devotee who understands us, who, uh, who, can, uh, who can relate to our sorrow, who can relate to our misery, helps us. If that person is a devotee, it helps us even better. Because when we are falling down, that devotee helps us saying that, I understand that you are going through all these situations. The only solution, you have done whatever you have to do in this for this. Now the only solution is to connect you back to Krishna. So he will help to connect you back to Krishna. And in that way, you derive that strength and energy from the Supreme Lord to tolerate that situation and then move on. And it is definitely going to change. Happiness or distress in our lives in this material world are not permanent. They are definitely going to change. They are going to change and you are tolerating until they get changed. And you are not losing your connection with Krishna until that time because you have connected yourself. You have associated yourself with the devotees who can remind you, who can tell you that you have done whatever you have to. Now go back and chant. Go back and read. Go back and do your service. And that is going to help us. Now there is nobody like that for Bharat Maharaj here. 
so that's why even the rising of the sun or setting of the sun or not reminding him of the vedic principles that he has to follow or the rules and regulations that he has to follow he is can only just think of the animal that he is so attachment we think that attachment is good attaching ourselves associating ourselves with the people is good but we have to understand that the same attachment makes us hard hearted attachment does not make us soft hearted we will be only thinking of the object that we are attached and we will be forgetting everything else so we get we become in we become indifferent insensitive to everything else if i am attached to my son i only can think of my son and i if somebody next to me like my prabhu or my parents or anybody is suffering also i can't serve them because i can only think of my uh, son so attachment of dhritarashtra to his kingdom his son has made him the worst father he doesn't even thought that he is kind of becoming a cause for the downfall of uh, duryodhana so attachment to the material things the temporary things not having a vertical relationship with krishna are very dangerous so we need to always have um, uh, an upward attachment with krishna and then attachment with the loved ones then we will be in track we will be we will not be falling down so here prabhupad quotes in the purport yat chakshuresha savita sakalagrahanam raja samasta suramurti rasheesha teja ಯಾಯಿತ್ರಿ the sun is the symbolic representation of the eyes of the supreme lord maharaj bharata lamented that although the sun was going to set due to the poor animal's absence he could not find anything auspicious bharat maharaj considered himself most unfortunate for due to the animal's absence there was nothing auspicious for him in the presence of sun so he is supposed to the, that's why um, the uh, uh, the sunset and sunrise timings are so 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 important those of us are se- who are uh, second initiated has to chant their gayatri and have those of us not those are the auspicious time we have to remember that we are not sleeping during the sunset or sunrise or not doing the things which are not meant to be done enjoying and all those are the times best times for us to pray to krishna get the attention of krishna so make sure that at least we are not we may be at work we may be driving or we may be doing something at the sunset time make sure that we can remember krishna in one or the other form even though we cannot sit down and chant but bharat maharaj who is at a bhava stage who was who was who is supposed to follow his regulative principles his the object of his attachment earlier his object of attachment his object of exchange of love was the supreme lord he is exchanging so transcendental love with the lord now it has become the deer that means his upward relationship with krishna is weakened where from where he is has to do is not following any rules of regulations everything is reminding him of only the deer so he is if we we can see the graph earlier he was thinking of the deer uh, uh, he was worrying about the deer on the timings where he mean he is actually 24 by 7 praying to the god but he remember this could be our cycle also 
we will be remembering whole time. And we will also remembering at the times where we have to do an important service to the Lord. We have to do chanting. So we forget our, our eternal relationship with Lord. Our eternal dharma of serving Lord. Our eternal, the whole purpose of the human form of life. And we start thinking that performing that horizontal relationships is very important. And we start compromising our devotional service. So if we are serious about our devotional service, if we know the purpose of the human form of life, if we know the value of the association of the devotees, value of the chanting of the holy name of the Lord, we will always prioritize that. And when we prioritize that, we don't need to worry. Because Krishna says in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita also, there is no loss in this process. When you practice devotional service, there is no loss. Whatever a small well can serve, uh, a large body of water can also serve. So whatever we are thinking that we will be, we may be losing with these things, we don't need to worry. Krishna takes care of everything. So we need to prioritize our devotional service, our regulated rounds, our regulative principles in all situations. But otherwise, the relationships, because we are in Ashrama, we have two kinds of lives. One is the uh, one is the life that we have to do with our um, loved ones, and one with Krishna. So if we don't balance, we will fall down. There will be so many challenges in our day-to-day -day life because we are all grohastas. Uh, we we some days our kids may be sick. We have to do an extra care for them. Some days they may be having an important days where we have to go and attend. We have to drop. They, that may be occupying our time on those days. We have to be even more careful that. Today, my whole day is going to be so much busy. I have this thing which I have to do for my kid. So you have, we have to be extra responsible and we have to plan our day. So without planning, we, we should not be going that however the things take us. And we should not be only wasting our time in planning. We have to balance these things. We have to manage our things. So we have to plan our day. As soon as we wake up, we have to sit down and think of our day. What is my day going to be? I have worked, I have this, I have this. So then where am I going to chant? So generally people, what they do, if they have a busy day, they make sure where they are going to have lunch, or what they are going to do, and uh, how, like, I used to see, like, you know, in my childhood, uh, if, um, um, uh, if my mother, my mother was very much interested in movies. So she has to go to a movie means, She'll make sure everything is set right. She's, she's satisfied in-laws. She's satisfied us. Uh, she has made sure that we have been taken care by uh, people. And then, uh, because that used to be a challenge for her, because she used to like, and the theater used to be just a street. Uh, she used to convince my grandmother and all. So she makes sure she has somebody to take her to the movie. So she's super planned. Super planned in other days. So similarly, we should show that kind of an enthusiasm. Okay, I'm going to have a busy day. So let me finish my chanting right now. So I'll wake up an hour extra or I can sleep uh, somewhere when I am or I can do the other things there. So we should be very careful. Put Krishna first. You know, Krishna first, your devotional service first. When we put that first in our priority list, even though we are not liking it because we are not at the spontaneous bhakti level, uh, we are not at bhava level also. We may not be at the anardhani vurti level also. But, because Acharyas has said, and I have taken an O of chanting these many rounds, I am going to put this first, whatsoever it may be. 
I may be compromising some other thing, my personal uh, things, like uh, my personal enjoyments or anything. I'll put this first. When we put that first, when we convince our family members that this is very important to us, then they, and when we take care of them nicely, and when we tell them, we give them a plan that, don't worry, I'm there for your, I'm, I'm there better for your uh, 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 whatever graduation or uh, ceremony or anything. I'm going to come. That's why I'm chanting my rounds before. So can you please help me that I'll do this and I'll, I'm there with you whole evening. I'm going, to I'm going to adjust my things like that. And if we have a conversation with all our family members before, we will be able to do that also efficiently. We, don't, we have enough time actually. If we sit down and see, if let's say you're not having a time to sitting down and chant, okay, when you're driving, when you're taking your kid there, when you're doing, so we can plan how we are going to chant. We don't need to skip. Until we are, remember this thing, Prabhupada writes, when he is talking about Haridas Chakura's um, uh, thing, um, and if I, if I remember correctly, it is the 11th chapter of Antelila, Prabhupada writes that, until we are at prema stage, spontaneous love stage, if I remember, if I can pull out that, yeah, it is uh, Antelila, 11th uh, chapter, 24 verse he says that unless one has to come to the platform of spontaneous love of God, he must follow the regulative principles. Thakur Haridasa was the living example of how to follow the regulative principles. Similarly, Raghunadas Goswami was also such a living example. The first regulative principle is that one must chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra loudly enough so that he can hear himself. And one must auto chant a fixed number of rounds. Not only was Raghunadas Goswami chanting a fixed number of rounds, but he had also taken a O to bow down many times and offer obeisances to the Lord. So Prabhupada writes in this that we have to chant our fixed number of rounds. Otherwise, we may fall down and we may get trapped. So I think I only have a few minutes more. I don't know if I can take the next verse or I can stop here. So you can suggest me, Mataji. It is so similar also, short verse. Maybe I'll just complete 5.8.20 also. Yes, Mataji. Please go ahead. Please go ahead, Mataji. Apisvid Kumaro Vivida Translation and purpose. Apisvit, whether it will be Akruta Sukrutam, who has never executed any pious activities. Agatya, coming back, Mam, to me. Sukhaishyati, give pleasure. Harina Raja Kumara, the deer who was just like a prince. Because of my taking care of it exactly like a son. Vivida, various, Ruchira, very pleasing. Dashaniya, to be seen. Nija, own. Rugadaraka, befitting the calf of the deer. Vinodai, by pleasing activities. Asantosham, the unhappiness. Swanam, of his own kind. Apanudham, driving away. You can see how Bharat Maharaj is talking. He's talking as if like... He is talking as if like he is uh, he's, uh, he's maddened by love. Like he is talking like like, uh, uh, like a person who who is very um, um, like in his life or death situation. This deer is exactly like a prince. But now he remembers his prince, his five sons. 
This desire there is exactly like a prince. When will it return? He's not able to live without it. He's sobbing in that sorrow. He's got so much attached. He used to derive happiness from Krishna and he was alone by practicing his regulative principles. Now he forgot about that. He forgot about his happiness that he's deriving from chanting the holy names of the Lord, Rebing, following his regulative principles, worshipping the Saligrama Sila, everything he forgot. And he's, he's now only thinking that, when will it again display its personal activities, which are so pleasing. So what is pleasing to him right now? That, to see the activities of the um, deer. That is very pleasing, him, pleasing for him right now. Like, you know, the deer, deer talking, deer smiling. When will it again pacify a wounded heart like me? So he is fully flat, fallen in the love of the deer. Saying, I am now, I don't have any, uh, nothing else can please me in this world. Only that can please me. So we all have to remember, I'm not, I do, I'm not against any kinds of uh, pets or anything. But, um, I mean, I, 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 we have to respect him. But I see people... Um, who who go who speak whose kids go away like they they go away um, they so when the kids go out of the for college or get married they feel very lonely because they have they have never understood uh, they, especially they may not be Krishna conscious at all so they never have any upward relationship with Krishna they have not practiced how to engage themselves in devotional service with Krishna and derive happiness. Um, or uh, uh, follow the regulative principle, or don't have conviction or faith in that. They were practicing, but they're not serious. So they are, their happiness is around their relationships only. So when these kids go out of the house, they bring pets. And once, uh, when Mataji used to come for the call, she used to come regularly for the temple, and uh, uh, she, was, uh, she was so regular for so many things. Suddenly she stopped coming. So I was wondering what's happening with, so when devotees stop coming, suddenly I all them, not that they have to come back and be regular, but to help them if they are in any trouble. So then I called that Mataji, like, you know, I've, been, I've not been seeing you from last six months, is everything okay? Uh, I know that you are both sons or uh, studying some, um, or almost uh, studying somewhere, are you planning for marriage or anything that made you busy? Then she said, no, no, no. These days I got a pet dog, so I'm super busy, like how I have a small baby, like when I gave birth to my kids. And then I don't have time for anything else. So this is what sometimes we do. If we see the life of Narad Muni, Narad Muni when his mother who used to take care of him pass, uh, leaves the body by the snake bite, then Narad Muni thinks that the only attachment that I have, the only responsibility that I have is now gone. So now I'll fully dedicate myself uh, to Krishna and he thought that the obligation that I have is now done. And he did not attach himself in any other thing. He was a small boy. He did not go himself and attached. He went in search of the God. So we devotees also, when we are having, when we are in the relationship itself, we have to do it as a duty, as an obligation, as something that we have to perform. We have to love, but we always have to remember that. We always have to prepare ourselves that one day these kids are going to go out of the house. These relationships are going to go. So at that point of time, 
I I I should be able to sustain on my devotional service, my relationship with Krishna. I we should be planning how we have to spend our retired life also, and we should be practicing that even before it, so that we are good. We are good alone with ourselves, reading and association of devotees, and not hankering or not falling into that strong affection moha, moha maya. We should already we have. Already we are now in a grahastha ashrama. We are obligated by so many things, and we are not in full form. So when we uh, in our devotional service, not in full form in our devotional service, so we should be having that thought always in our mind that these things are temporary, and I am obligated. I am doing them as a service to Krishna, and I we should not be feeling them as a burden because we have connected it to Krishna. we are serving them as a krishna we are taking care of them at eternal level soul level but at the same time we have to increase our attachment to krishna so much so that we are automatically detached with the temporary relationships and we won't attach ourselves to something new when we don't have these things this is something we all have to practice otherwise when we have so much free time when everything all our obligations are done our responsibilities are done we are also retired we cannot engage ourselves in krishna service we add some more attachments we either crave for our uh, uh, kids asking them bothering them come bring the grandchild be with me spend time with me talk with me take me somewhere take me here go then take me also vacation with you do all those things so we will be like kind of hankering for that kind of a thing or like Uh, or we will be getting these pets and all and uh, attaching ourselves to them so these are all we do like people are depressed because they are not having their loved ones so they are having an object of love in the form of a pet and all that is all good but we as a devotees ha- ha- has as a have understood that we have an eternal relationship with krishna and he exchanges with us it is not that he is sitting there ideal and not doing anything he also exchanges with us so we need to make ourselves eligible we have to make ourselves prepared to connect ourselves internally with parmatma so that we derive that pleasure from there that eternal happiness we are we have to elevate ourselves from the material happiness to eternal happiness for that we have to practice our regulative principles engage ourselves make ourselves busy with reading the scriptures going out of the comfort zone and challenging ourselves like you know i have never preached before now i am i'm going to give classes i'm going to preach or i have never done this i have never stitched clothes for deity so i'm going to stitch clothes or i have never uh, given lectures to the kids let me go and do that do something which we have not done before in the devotional life so that we also learn it it becomes it refreshes us it keeps us on track and it purifies us most importantly so here prabhupada writes that i certainly must have no pious assets otherwise the deer would have returned by now now he come to a level where he thinks that not having deer in his life is that he is not having any pious credits to it he has so many pious credits he has such a lineage that he is able to perform, he is able to perform his devotional service so nicely to the god and now he forgot everything prabhupada writes out of strong affection the king accepted the small deer as if it were a prince this is called moha illusion maya due to his anxiety over the deer's absence the king addressed the animal as though it were his son the 
that's what people do when they have pet so i am not against any pet or anything so don't let's not take that into that direction but i see that when as the time passes when we ourselves has a beautiful system where we are slowly out of the obligations and responsibilities and we have a lot of time now to spend on krishna conscious activities or devotional activities we should not be attaching ourselves to another material relationship which is temporary which is going to go down and which may be which may become the object of our affection at the old age if something is becoming an object of affection at the old age it's even more dangerous because that is what we remember at the time of the death and that is what we are going to become whatever our thoughts our actions our desires are that is what is our next life we are we are putting ourselves into when slowly slowly when we are losing our loved ones or when we are we ourselves are becoming old we have to understood that we have to understand that now i am at a time at the last stages of my life as a sanyasa ashrama now i should be connecting more to god do more things there is nothing that enough until i go to a spontaneous love until i see anything i remember krishna i see a, a vegetable i remember of krishna i have to cook this and offer i see somebody i remember krishna i see a small boy my grandson or my granddaughter i should be remembering krishna's first time until i go to that stage anything every anything and everything and everywhere in all situations is not remembering is not reminding me of krishna let me not attach myself to any kind of material things let me only attach to devotional service of the lord let me go and read more uh, if i am not able to read because of my asset let me listen more if i am not able to listen also let me chant more let me chant more let me do the things more let practice this one we have to practice it will come also voluntarily spontaneously but before that we have to practice we have to practice to connect everything that is happening in the world everything around us to krishna and when we practice this then it becomes our then it goes and sits in our subconscious and our mind also now remembers that and only reminds that our mind is like it remember it it stores our our uh, uh, our actions when we perform an action it stores an impression in our mind so when we perform more devotional activities it will kind of put all the material things it will start erasing the material reactions impressions in our mind and it will impress the it will put as an impressions the devotional service that we are doing to krishna as uh, in our uh, mind and whenever next time uh, 10 times i practice to remember krishna whenever i'm seeing a small baby and 11th time the mind will remind that to me if i am if any small baby i am remembering i am remembering my son and my uh, uh, my son and my uh, where, how he was in a childhood towards the time it will remind me of my son only and i miss him terribly and i want him with me i want to be taking care of me or i will be keep telling you no uh, in in your childhood you used to do this to me now you are not doing like this we get more into the illusion more into the moha like bharat maharaj so bharat maharaj life is so 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 important life lessons we can learn um, and we can practice that out of affection anyone can be addressed as anything kaupa says this this is so i was like i was struck by this word anything anyone can be addressed as anything so if this affection is on krishna then we will be addressing anything or anyone as krishna only and we have to practice we have to remember this at least we should have a spiritual desire like this we cannot completely go to a stage where we don't have any desires but what we can do is 
instead of controlling their desires, Prabhupada writes in Science of Self-Realization, we have to purify our desires. Purifying our desires is making our desires spiritual. So when we are making our desires spiritual, and when we are desiring spiritual all the time, then we are already purifying our life that even the intentions of doing the bad things or enjoying materially goes away from the root level. Because now my desires have been purified. I'm only thinking of Krishna and all the desires that I have every day. What I think that, you know, if I became old, I should, um, that Mataji is uh, doing such a nice uh, deity uh, worship. I think I should, I should also do this sometime in my life. How she is doing, oh, she's putting this first, she's putting that later. Oh, how did she do? This I do as, like, you know, I, whenever I see deities, um, I have, I see certain deities, uh, certain temples regularly. So I try to notice very clearly, oh, what did they do? So they did, they put uh, this um, color, this shawl, this decoration, this jewelry. So when you start practicing that noticing in detail, um, then you start desiring, like, okay, I want to do that also. Or when you see somebody lecturing, oh, how did that Mataji do? Like me also. So have as many spiritual desires as you all want, so that your next life will be in fulfilling those spiritual desires and not the material desires. So I, sh I want to conclude here this uh, by this point. Uh, devotees, Mataji's um, and Prabhuji's, um, anything that you want to add or comment or correct, uh, please uh, go ahead. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madhavat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you so much for the wonderful class. Uh, I really enjoyed the class, very practical and very, uh, you gave the example of the sun, you know, how um, every uh, sun, uh, like when we connect our mind to Shastras, then every sunset is like one day less in our life, you know. But uh, because of, Bharat Maharaj was not, uh, you know, in that consciousness, uh, then, you know, he was not looking at a bigger picture of uh, what is, um, you know, uh, so he was focused only on um, this. So, Mataji, my question is like uh, this uh, purport which I was reading, uh, the translation. Uh, which one? Um, see, the one, the first one you did was 18, right? Yes. Okay. The deer might have uh, been eaten by a wolf or this thing and, um, okay, not this one. Uh, then the next one it says, uh, alas, when the sun rises, all auspicious things begin, you know. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. When the sun rises, all the auspicious things uh, begin. Unfortunately, they have not begun for me. So uh, now this, uh, uh, Bharat Maharaj is thinking like that? Yeah, Bharat Maharaj is saying these words. Okay, so now, I mean, that is like a big thing because the sun god yeah. is, the, um, but I am bereft of all Vedic principles. That sun god is now setting, yet the poor animal who trusted in me since his mother died has not returned. Mm -hmm. So... Um, uh, he was waiting for the sun to set? No, he just referred saying when sun rises, all auspicious thing happens. Sun, now sun is setting. So he's like that in that mood from morning. He is only thinking of the deer. 
So he mm. is thinking generally sun brings auspiciousness to life, but it is not bringing any auspiciousness in my life. My life is now waste. Like you know, I might not have done any pious things also because I'm missing this animal. So he he forgot all his life and just missing this. See, this is something we you know we are, if we see externally we may see like this, but this could be our situation also sometimes. Most of the times when we we may be having a bigger life, like but when we like I see some devotees losing their kids at a very young age. For them it feels like that. Their whole life has been around the kids. Um, some of the kids uh, who passed away, they I could relate. Like I have a friend um, who who has a daughter same as as like my son. Uh, in India she took vaccine. Like one kid, um, she was one. She was that one kid who got blood clots, and they could not realize. And um, she passed away. She's only 18 or 17. So I could see from then how my son, my friend, is posting the Facebook post, and I don't even feel like I. She calls me uh, for some kind of a counseling, but her whole world, nothing else seems auspicious to her at all, because she has another daughter also. But nothing else, like it's been two years now, like more than it's been two years, but. Anything and everything makes her remember of that, and nothing else she finds auspicious in life at all. Even though she's handling it more bravely, she's trying to do, she's trying to bring awareness, she's trying to do so many other things, planting trees in her name, so many things. She's rich also, like she's rich, so uh, she. But she could not accept that loss, or she could not come out, or she's not finding any kinds of auspiciousness in the life. When somebody is not finding any auspiciousness in the life, slowly, slowly they go into depression. Uh, they don't know. They they can't do anything in the life. They don't even live for the other relationships. Also, let's not even talk about devotional life. They, so she can't even take care of the other one, the other daughter also, or anything else. In so everything else, everything is wrong. Uh, and it's not a small pain, Mataji, to lose to lose a growing daughter and that to suddenly. Without any illness, and that too because of some kind of a uh, medicinal, um, it it is a shock. It is a shock, and uh, uh, it's very difficult to forget and chant or do the things at that point of time. So it requires a lot of uh, this thing, and they don't find anything auspicious. No? So similarly, at least here, um, Bharat Maharaj is, uh, and Bharat Maharaj is not even talking like he loses his own son. He left his own kids, his family, everything, and he came back. When he left, he he left them, not worrying about how they are living, or whether they are good or not, or anything, right? Now he is coming here, and he is so much involved with this deer that he is so worried that oh, some tiger might have eaten that deer, or it, I, I don't know if it has eaten or not. It has drink, it, it drank water or not. So such a contrast in his. So he so much wrongly has his affection on the things, because generally the animals they know they live. Even Bharat Maharaj is not there. The animals live by themselves. There won't be any caretakers as such for them. Um, they know how to take care of them. They know to extend how to protect themselves. Um, it's not even like a small baby who needs uh, uh, care and protection and nursing and all those things. Human mm -hmm. children they need. Um, they won't grow out of themselves. They by themselves. 
the other animals they know they kind of know how to live by themselves so even then he is saying that and he is not finding any auspiciousness in his life later he goes to a next stage where he says that i might not have done any pious things also so he is considering this as a bad luck that he is missing the um, deer so he he is so much into that moha he is so much into that illusion he can't think anything else other than deer and deer's wellness deer taking care anything else is not able to remember thank you so much mata ji um wonderful explanation and mata ji uh, you know actually i read uh, i read it like when the sun comes out it's inauspicious i don't know why my mind was reading like that no, no. that's why i started to say it's, it's very very auspicious when the sun comes out and sun um, comes out is the most auspicious time and sun setting is called pradosha kala even that is very auspicious sun setting and sun rising both are auspicious things those of us who could not get time to chant in brahmamurta at least during the sunset time we can do and gayatri japam the people who are uh, twice initiated or those who are born in brahmin families who do gayatri japam they remember to play their oblations to sun sun is an indication of the presence with the prachaksha daiva who can uh, supreme personality of godhead can be seen so even we devotees um have to be have a disciplined life where we where we all make sure that we wake up if if possible take bath and uh, pay our obeisances to sun god even otherwise the shastras say you will be very healthy uh when we go and pay our obeisances to sun god in the morning and uh, sit down and chant uh, practice that i usually practice that because i have my tulsi ramarani near the window and sun comes and then i sit there and chant and whatsoever the bad day i have yesterday or how may our my busy day is going to be today that gives lot of strength and hope uh, and uh, brings a freshness to life and encourages us and uh, makes us come out of depression uh, and gives us a hope that there will be something new in this day and mata ji uh, you rightly said about the fact that that lady you know who had a dog and you were so nicely uh, preaching by uh, uh, calling her you know your uh, preaching is so personal i can understand that you were calling back to her and asking why she is not coming and then she was engrossed in the dog you know like so much to do uh, in the dog for the dog so it's so it's so uh, it's so funny like uh, you know actually we find it funny but not for the materialistic people that i know so many friends of mine too who's you know they are very very ultra rich they have got good good jobs big big houses cars and now their kids have gone away so they all have dogs now so yeah. i visited they happened to visit See, one when and kids when yeah, kids are there we say that okay yeah. go ahead mother sorry sorry you know i meant to say big big houses kids are gone and now there's a dog there so you know like they need something so like you know shri prabhupad mentions that we all are our constitution position of here is to serve so you know when you see them and you know they'll pick up the poop and they all that they do with the dog i don't know how they do that i mean there are so many good services that can be done uh, by them which will give a, and you know whenever i see this poop thing i'll always reminds me you know like of a <laughs> whenever i see that it reminds me of the story of the pig you know the pig uh, you know is eating stool 
and uh, you know it's uh, like um, i mean the story of indra uh, how indra became a pig and you know he was busy in this like i mean there is so much good things to do and you know all these animals everyone one is suffering so much here that it's uh, you know they are like so in gross so in gross that they are serving very it nicely is, you know yeah good Yeah. It is just their ignorance, Mataji. They are innocent. They don't even know. Like some of them, uh, some of them don't even know about the spiritual life, our spiritual ignorance. So when we see, see, when we see people like that, they are most of them are innocent because they don't know even about even that we exist spiritually. We are souls actually. So they only know that we are bodies. So when we only think that we are only bodies. then only the bodily relations matter right so when we have a vacuum when a relation is not there when we have a vacuum we have to find a way to live somehow or the other we have to find some source to be enthusiastic every day get up and do the things mm. so that's why they found that as an alternative and they have pets there is no harm in that but the, uh, there are two kinds some of innocent they are very innocent that's why they don't know but if those kind of a people can we can give krishna conscious to them slowly chanting of holy name or making them understand see they may be religious they may be chanting so many sahasranamas and all those things but they may not have this philosophical mindset that we are not souls now that mataji uh, because they speak in my mother tongue so after that when uh, i encouraged her that you know they do this somehow or the other you will be happy so now she comes regularly to the bhagavad gita sessions and all i feel like most of the time do that because they are innocent they don't even know so we can preach to innocent people not like directly saying that uh, you know you can why are you doing why are you keeping uh, dog and all like that because that if we go with that approach then that will be like we are judging them so it's not the right way. we can engage them in chanting like because they will say us they will tell us that why they have dog because they are missing their children and we should say that yeah i, I agree it is very uh, it is really a toughest thing uh, for a mother who is only running behind the kids all her life doing everything suddenly she feels that vacuum uh, when they are there she 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 feels that she is super busy and she, her life is so much mess she is tired but when suddenly they leave they feel that vacuum and that vacuum is true uh, uh, because they are innocent they are not conscious of many things they don't know scriptures uh, they don't know so we have to engage them in slowly uh, somehow or the other giving them the knowledge and uh, chanting of holy name and all um, we we need to engage them like we need to engage like in my prova says right right now if somebody we see rich we have to engage them in such a way that they give their richness they spend their richness in krishna consciousness and with those kind of people we have to be Uh, um, we have to be even more uh, uh, flexible considerate understanding listening uh, relating with them we have to relate their situation when we relate their situation we will be compassionate towards them we won't be um, we won't be separating them for us from us like because just because i know that i exist so eternally so uh, at a soul level um, i may not be having a pet but because they have a pet we have to understand that oh it is their innocence they are not knowing and they are finding a way to lead their life it is because they want to live and they want they are missing they need that vacuum to be filled so they have put a dog now but if i can help them and give them that higher taste if if i can give that higher taste uh, then they may slowly understand 
and they may also help and they may chant keeping their dog next to them um, and then when they do like that even the soul which is in the dog's body also can be elevated uh, but uh, yeah so they are most of them are innocent they are, they are ignorant and innocent they don't know and uh, some of them uh, are uh, innocent that means the difference between ignorant and innocent is innocent people are ready to accept at least instructions um, they are because that matter you know comes to my friday sessions and she puts wonderful questions uh, she asks she understands so to her to come to that stage we have she has to make a bond with us she has to she has to have that trust in us that okay this person understands me she doesn't judge me she don't differentiate me uh, she knows my situation even when we go to any doctor or anybody like you know we open ourselves when we understand that some of the people complain that oh this doctor doesn't talk to me much he doesn't listen to me sometimes we just have to listen to them they may have a reason for doing what they are doing and when they um, and then we know that okay these are the candidates eligible for preaching so then we put more effort and we help them then they grow and they may come out understand the things and they do move better so you are right most of the people i feel very sad very compassionate towards them when i see that even my own parents i sometimes tell them that uh, now that you have uh, give uh, now that you have uh, done um, raised all of us don't worry about us there will be problems in our life always you can't do anything for them there is not much much you can do so don't uh, sacrifice your praying uh you are doing the things pray for yourself um so i keep telling them that so yeah you are right uh, that is their innocence and ignorance uh, mataji and uh, prabhu ji you all have to forgive me today um my prabhu is out of town so i have a duty of dropping kids <laughs> i have to leave now uh, thank you so much mataji and i please i ask for your forgiveness that i just it will be a long uh, session and then you know uh, others can ask question later so i'm sorry for continuing with the no 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 if anybody wants to add a comment uh, they can but uh, in another 10 minutes i have to start driving so <laughs> so anybody can hare krishna mataji such a wonderful class mataji such a wonderful class and you explain so nicely about how we should prepare our uh, life Uh, whenever kids go to school or when they will go they will have marriage and they will go away from home so such a wonderful um, plan you gave full fledged plan for us <laughs> so thank you so much hari krishna your preaching is so powerful yeah hari krishna hari krishna mata ji can you hear me yes prabhu ji yes you uh, you always give such a wonderful class as everybody says but uh, the particular things about you that uh, you you are telling like uh, you are in person on the stage and you are telling us your own uh, uh, your own experience and you are presenting the situations of life in such a way that it touches the person's heart uh, i think that um, your presentation is so excellent and uh, people they remember you probably they will they remember for always that we heard the mataji's lecture and the way you present um, it um, it's very nice and um, i wanted to thank you for your presentation haribo 
Thank you so much, Prabhu. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. We can end the call. Uh, anybody else? Last minute question, comment? We are still grabbing the 10 minutes also Mataji has given us. <laughs> Mataji, I have a question. So, what about you are explaining about your friend? She lost her child. So, is she uh, engaging herself in Krishna consciousness or she is not ready to accept that also? She is not ready, Mataji. She is not a devotee. She is a normal friend. And... Uh, she was my son's classmate's mother, so that's how I know. But she, when she was here in Cedar Rapids here, she used to come for programs. Now she's in India, actually. So I, I have to break that ice with her. Right now she's still mourning for her daughter's death. So I want to wait for her. Um, I, I, I want to wait for her and uh, take yeah. time and uh, engage her in service. So her two daughters are like my son and my daughter's age. So they grew together. So even I feel, mm-hmm. uh, I, I get, I feel that pain when I, whenever I see recently she had, she had her 19th birthday. She's not alive anywhere, anymore. But, but I immediately take help of pictures and I understand that that soul has moved on and take another body. But I can't even tell that now to her. Because uh, she's, they won't, they won't be in a situation to accept that also. Because it's very painful, right? Like, and it is firstborn, her firstborn. So it's even more difficult, and so many things are so not good. So I have to wait. Mm. Yeah. After some time, maybe yeah, she can have. You can. I'm so sorry to hear about that, Mataji. So I cannot yeah. imagine how much pain yeah. she's going to have. Yeah, she's having right. Yes, Mother. I pray for her. We'll definitely pray for her. Yeah, we'll definitely pray for her also. I keep telling her that I'm praying for you. So for sure, this thing will make her understand that there is something beyond uh, the body also. Yeah. And also, Mataji, like uh, you know, the person who, like for example, the girl has gone away. But it was some form of a karma, the parents had to, you know, when whoever faces the dukkha, the problem, right, he is the one actually suffering because of the relation and everything like that. So that soul is already gone, you know, maybe it's gone back to Godhead or wherever Krishna has uh, assigned her, you know. But yeah, it's like a lifelong pain for the parents. It's something which, you know, uh, only time will heal, you know. Yeah. Time, time will heal. Even we know all these things. It's, it's, it's uh, because it's something uh, it will remember. So that's why we need to be very, very um, uh, careful and uh, having that thought process and understanding, um, practicing it regularly. And whatever I told Mataji, Samrashka Mataji was saying, I tell myself always, like you know, this, uh, like I prepare myself to that. Like what should be I doing when kids all go out of the house and how I should be practicing, how much uh, I I keep my boundaries very strict. I practice that even with my own relations also. I I love them all very much. I instruct them all. 
but after a point i won't indulge myself too much into that uh, because mm. it may hamper my own uh, devotional service also so yeah that's really nice mother you're so inspiring so mother ji one more thing we know now if we uh, we are drifting away from bhakti then you know you are there for us to guide us <laughs> yeah <laughs> because mother ji is like you know she will give us a scriptural listing uh, reference and for me yeah, this is very hard to find scriptural reference uh, although i can read everything but that problem keeps coming and haunting me you know whatever is going on it's so nice like really like the point you mentioned the scriptural reference is the one that keeps us you know a uh, simple thing like sun coming is auspicious but is not for a person who is in ignorance like bharat maharaj he is not in ignorance but he became uh, temporarily in ignorance you know like that yeah 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 thank you mother so mata ji our when marini mata manjuri mata is our booster dose <laughs> whenever we feel <laughs> ट्रेजर whatever she is telling <coughs> so like she is in front of person talking with us so like yeah thank you yeah, for your appreciation we are very fortunate we are very fortunate yeah hari krishna all glory to shila prampad and guru maharaj mataji hari mataji is also very humble and takes up any service really quickly you know and uh, i'm amazed i like very humble and very sweet thank you so much mataji for being in our life hari krishna stop the record